So what's happening with the value of condominiums in the Alpharetta area? This is something you definitely want to listen to because the values of condos and townhomes since 2011 in Atlanta has really, really skyrocketed. Also, how do you avoid paying mortgage insurance? When I bought my first home, I had to pay mortgage insurance. I had to pay it until I had 20% equity in the home, which took about two and a half years for me to get to that point. But if you're buying your home and you don't want to pay mortgage insurance, how do you get around it? You're listening to Your Move Atlanta. You can visit us at yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm the host of this show, also the host of the weekly podcast, which you can go to yourmoveatlanta.com and download or subscribe to the podcast so you can listen to this and all of our segments every single week. Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to help you understand as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage. And this week's request came in from Vance. He wrote in saying he wanted to know all of the data, the days on the market, the average sales prices for his neighborhood. If you're listening and you would like for us to do this same research on your neighborhood, just go to yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com and submit a request and we'll feature your neighborhood on the neighborhood spotlight. This neighborhood is Planters Ridge. It's in Alpharetta. It is to the west of 400. It is to the south of Windward Parkway. It's near the intersection of Cumming Street and Westside Parkway for those who are familiar with that area. Let's take a look at what happened. Again, it's Planters Ridge. If you live in a condo or a townhome community anywhere on the north side of Atlanta, listen to these numbers. They're really quite amazing. In 2017, the average sales price of a condo, now these are kind of contemporary condos. They're really good looking. There's only 70 or 80, I believe, in the entire development or the condominium association. In 2017, there was nine sold. It took nine days on average to sell one in that development, and they sold for $155,674 on average. That was a low of $136 to a high of $178. In 2018, there was six units that sold. They took an average of, listen to this now, seven days, one week, seven days to sell. They sold for an average of $170 thousand two hundred and fifty dollars which means the sales prices went up fifteen thousand dollars or ten percent from 2017 to 2018 the high sales price was 205 the low sales so the low sales price easy for me to say was 135,000 now in 2019 there were eight homes that sold they took an average of nine days to sell so we're back to the same days on the market that it took in 2017 average sales price 181,000 went from 170,000 in 2018 to 181,000 which means the average homeowner in that development has $11,000 more in equity in 2019 than 2018 has $15,000 more in equity or a total of $26,000 more in equity in 2019 than in 2017 it's really remarkable when you think about it now listen to this Atlanta this blows my mind it is not unusual for a condo a condominium development or a neighborhood that is a neighborhood of condominiums to have some absolutely outstanding price appreciation since the downturn. The prices of condos and townhomes were hurt dramatically 
during the recession. And in 2011, the average sales price of a condominium in this development that you just heard, this is Planners Ridge we're talking about in Alpharetta, you just heard the average sales price was $181,000 in 2019. But listen to this, Atlanta. In 2011, the average sales price was $48,606, which means in 2011 you could buy a condo in Planners Ridge for the price of a very nice car. And home prices have appreciated from an average of 48600 in 2011. That is nine years ago. They've appreciated $140,000 on average. That is really amazing when you think about it. Again, 76 homes in the neighborhood, so homeowner equity has increased from 2011 to 2019 to the tune of $10.1 million. There's currently one home listed for sale in the neighborhood. It's listed at $209,000, so they're trying to push the prices even higher. The elementary school is Manning Oaks. The middle school is Northwestern, and the high school is Milton. Milton gets a school score of 100. If you're looking to buy a home, you don't want to buy one without understanding the quality of the school and the school's effect on home values. You want a school chimp score to do that. That is the best report to get. You get one easily. Go to yourmoveatlanta.com. Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, Atlanta.com. Click on School Chimp Report. Put in a little information. You can get a School Chimp Report on one school, or you can get a School Chimp Report on two schools, so you can compare one to another. And it gives you a very detailed independent rating, like an ABCD score for the school. It also gives you all the demographic information you're probably looking for anyway the percentage of homeowners versus renters, the average size of a home, the educational attainment of parents, average household income, total number of sales every year for the last few years, what's happened with prices in that school district. It's all there, and you get it by going to yourmoveatlanta.com and clicking on the School Chimp link. Also, if you're out there listening and you want to search homes for sale, there's only one place to go, and we recommend you go to suremls.com. You're probably thinking, why on earth would I go to suremls.com when I can search all of the other places that I like to search? Well, it could be because wherever else you're searching, you might be missing some of the listings because suremls.com, which is our website, pulls listings from both the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service. So you're virtually guaranteed not to miss any listings. suremls.com. Visit there today. Go to suremls.com today. Grace in Lithonia says, how can we avoid paying mortgage insurance? We can only put 3% down. And the truth is, Grace, you might not be able to avoid it. Now, with as little as 3% down, you can qualify for a first-time homebuyer's loan that is a conventional loan. And you would have to pay mortgage insurance in some shape, form, or fashion if you're only putting 3% down because Lenders require buyers to get mortgage insurance, and it insures the lender for the percentage in additional loan-to-value you have over 80%. So 80% loan-to-value means you put 20% down. In Grace's case, she's thinking of putting 3% down, so she has 97% loan-to-value. That's 17% more than 80% loan-to-value, so the mortgage insurance insures that 17%. So if Grace were to default on her loan, 
then the mortgage insurance company would actually reimburse the lender, would insure a claim, would cover a claim of 70% of the loan amount. But there are a couple of ways she can avoid it. There are upfront PMI payments where you pay private mortgage insurance, and this is on a conventional loan. You pay it upfront. There's also lender-paid private mortgage insurance where you would pay the lender a little bit more in interest and the lender would pay your private mortgage or your mortgage insurance for you. But one of the things, Grace, I want to mention is that if you have to pay mortgage insurance, as long as your house adjusted gross income is below 100000 mortgage insurance is fully deductible. So what I don't want is for you to get a loan and pay mortgage insurance and six months later be sick about it. I want to make sure you're prepared that if you get an FHA loan, Grace, and at 3% down, she's not getting an FHA loan. She's getting a conventional loan. If you get an FHA loan, you're going to pay that mortgage insurance every month for 360 months. Yes, you heard that right, 30 years. And man, you figure that out a year or two into it, it'll make you sick. And so what I want you to do is I want you to fully investigate the situation and do your research on that loan so that when you close on your home, you close on your refinance, you're perfectly confident in exactly what you're going to be paying, how long you're going to pay it. And then if you do a little bit of research, you'll figure out whether or not it is deductible. Again, under 100000 gross adjusted gross income mortgage insurance is fully deductible. So you get to deduct that just like you do the interest you pay on your home. If you need to sell your home but you're worried that the coronavirus crisis will force you to sell that bad boy for less or that it'll take you forever and you might miss your deadline, like getting in a new home before school starts, I invite you to think again. We can show you how to get the most out of the market and make your timing work out perfectly, even during a pandemic. Plus, our Move Safe certified team will ensure the entire process is safe for everyone, especially you. Just visit yourmoveatlanta.com, Y-O-U-R-M-O-V-E, atlanta.com, and click download the free guide to unlock your home's full value potential and make timing a non-issue. We'll be back next week. We hope you'll tune in then.